Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, Pete Donaldson here. If you're listening on the way home from work on Friday the 25th, then you're in Newcastle or Sunderland or, I don't know, as far afield as, as Washington or Gateshead. Uh, uh, come and watch us tonight, ramblelive.com. Uh, the Donaldson family are going to be up there. So if you want to ask them why I am like I am, you can do that. Come and see us, ramblelive.com. I say when we go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Liverpool host Spurs in the weekend's thigh rubber. Chelsea go to Burnley having beaten Ajax, and the Villa are off to the Etihad. Well, it's lovely to have you with us, everybody. Luke Moore, Pete Donaldson, Jim Campbell, and me, Marcus Speller. All right, how you doing? Yeah, bruv, good. Good, good to be here. Yeah. I will permit mm. you to continue. Oh. Thank you, Peter. Pete, You're you very are... charitable today. I um... saw, I said to you earlier, mm-hmm. you are the Jesse Pinkman of Football Ramble Daily. Yeah. And then you, now you've decided that, that makes the... you the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Is he not the boss of the programme? <laughs> not really. No. Come on. Uh, he he has, up a lot. He's got the street smarts. Yeah, has, to be fair. I Walter think, yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. I think you're the Jesse Owens. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, very impressive. Have you, have you just thought of another Jesse there? Yeah. yeah. Jesse's girl? Jesse James? Uh, I think you're, well, Jim, you're the Jesse James of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Not, not, not the old Jesse not from the, Toy Story? Not the cowboy. As guy, Mike the, from um, Breaking Bad said, Walter, just because you shot Jesse James, that doesn't make you Jesse James. Ah. Yeah. Ah. He, he doesn't mean that rapper, Jesse James. Remember him? Jesse J? Jesse J, another Perfect. one. And we've completed it, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Let's get on with it. We start properly with news that Big Soul is back in business. Oh, yes. yes. Soul Campbell, yes, of course, takes over Southend United, second bottom from League One, just one win in 14 games. They were thrashed 7-1 at home by Doncaster on Tuesday night. Who do you mm. call? You call Big Soul. Mm. <laughs> call the Soul Man. Big Soul, he, he sorted out... Um, Oh, blimey. Who was he managing? Macclesfield Thank Town. Thank you yeah. very much. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he got them uh, safe. So uh, let's hope he can do a good job at Southend. Mm. All joking aside, I mean, I'm pleased that he's back in the game. I yeah. think he's, he's proven himself to be worthy of that and and, mm. he's, and someone else has given him a job. Good on him. That's what I say. Yeah. Interesting to see how he gets on. It would have been very, very easy for Sol Campbell to just be so frustrated by the lack of job opportunities and, and, and quit, wouldn't it? it would, mm-hmm. uh, he's spoken at length about how difficult it's been and how frustrating he's found it. And credit to him, you know, it, you know, he was in a situation where he thought, actually, this isn't right in Macclesfield. So despite how difficult it was for him to get into a situation like that, he's, he's he put himself out there and got another job. So good luck to him. I hope it goes well. Damn right. Herman Haradison's his assistant, Andy Cole, or it's Andrew brilliant. Cole, should I say, will be coaching the forwards. Band back together. Yeah. Southend are absolutely appallingly shit. And, <laughs> I, and, I, and, I, and I take that under advice knowing that my team's also in that division and is also quite bad. Not as but bad they as are that. way, way oh, worse. 7-1 against Doncaster. Mm. Yeah, and they're only second. They're only third from bottom because Bolton and Bury are in the division. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> Indeed, yeah. right. So, but it's great. It's great news. It's great news for him, though, isn't it? Of course, it's, it is. It's good that he's he's got another job, and, and fingers crossed, um, he can he can make a success. Well, we, of it. we had a lot of questions when he first started, but he's, again, he's proved himself. I think his um, well, his proved himself early days. Still. Man, well, well he <clears throat> he came into a club at, like Macclesfield, mm-hmm. and who were in all kinds of trouble, and 
he didn't get them relegated, which is all you can ask for. Yeah, from yeah. what we've seen of him as a manager, you have to say he's done well. But Proof, I mean, obviously, proving quite obviously, it's quite you know, it was a, sh- it was a short term. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see yeah. what he would like over a couple of seasons because those kind of managers who you know throw out their slight Brentisms and stuff do yeah. come a cropper after the first season after the um, the players just start to lose a little bit of faith in them because they're like, oh, you don't really seem to know a lot about tactics. Yeah. But I might be this wrong on that. Reminds me a lot of Phil Brown. <laughs> I, think, I, think it's, I, think, I think you've tapped into something there, Pigs. I think it is very difficult for a manager to maintain um, that kind of intensity and that interest in. Oh, the team. he'll maintain intensity. He's very intense. <laughs> when yeah. you said when you said I'd like to I'd like to see him over a couple of seasons, I thought you were going to say I'd like to see him over a cup of tea. And I was like, yeah, that'd oh, be brilliant. That'd be nice. Well, We'd all tune into that when we Pete and one, one thing we are going to tune into is Liverpool versus Spurs. Mm. <laughs> okay, kids. We're going to tune up, yeah. aren't we, Peter? We are. Peter, is this the Pete Donaldson thigh robber of the weekend? It is, yes. Certainly Thank after uh, how both teams played in the Champions League. Yeah. Thank Christ they've still <laughs> put a performance on the, uh, yeah. on the European stage so they can actually uh, settle into this match. Mm. Both played roughly the same time, roughly with the same kind of scoreline. So, yeah, enjoyable. Enjoyable. Well, uh, Totty Hotspur, of course beat uh, Red Star or Zvezda as some people uh, call them now um, I don't call them that because I don't know how to say it mm, it's a tricky that's one that's a good reason to not call and them and I think football fans out there who perhaps find themselves confused by the fact that someone's just decided to suddenly call them that mm. should be relaxed about it because I don't know how to pronounce it it took me a lot of practice and yeah. sitting with Jonathan Wilson to that's get kind it of right. the commitment you put yeah. into the job though yeah. you've got into the gym early to do your work there, <laughs> <you>? <laughs> the, the mouth gym. listen yeah. you put the training in the games take care of themselves mate absolutely right but it was much more like it from last season's Champions League finalists, yeah. Tottenham Hotspur. Again, um, not against the best opposition, but bearing in mind their last Champions League home game, they lost 7-2. Yeah. It, it, you're right to say that um, Red Star are terrible away from home mm. and they were, it looked like men against boys really in this game. But mm. then having said that, Spurs have, have, have found a lot of challenges quite difficult this season already. So they've got to go out there and do it. Um, I thought Sun was a huge bonus for them. Back on he farm as well. He, yeah. he's really been ben- he got benched a couple of uh, matches ago, didn't Celebrating he? Celebrating his uh, inclusion in the Ballon d'Or shortlist. Oh, nice. yeah. They, um, they look back to their sort of energetic, free-flowing best, really, didn't they? That's yeah. when Tottenham are at their best, when mm-hmm. they look like they're playing with freedom mm-hmm. and, and with, with that freedom to express themselves and there's an excitement to it and that they've lacked that in the league mostly this season. Yeah, and I mean, it was very much in evidence. And Red Star are a poorer side yeah. than Spurs, but Spurs have played other teams that are yeah. poorer sides. But sometimes, Watford, for example. sometimes mm. you, you sort of need that in another competition, don't yeah. you? And it's funny that it would come in the Champions League, but it just sort of, it's not quite a holiday, obviously, but it's just a, <laughs> it's just a change of environment in a, in, a, in a mental sense. They needed a break from the old routine as we oh, like once said I, I like that and I also like that they scored just before half time breaking that kind of run where they keep conceding just before half time and yeah. then piling in totally in the second half because what, what a lot of people were saying was that first half up until about 42-43 minutes they'll press they'll play with a lot of intensity and then for some reason they kept getting pegged back they kept conceding just before half time and the second half was almost becoming a write off for them Yeah, um, they didn't do any of that against Red Star now Red Star aren't Bayern Munich so that's Probably understand. I suppose shouldn't have gone in at half time down against Bayern. They played pretty good stuff in the first half. They did. It was, just, it was a bit of a freak result, but that can can overshadow certain other performances in the league which they haven't been great in. So before they go to Anfield to get a five 0 win, doesn't matter who it is against, <laughs> you think, yeah, that that's a that's a bit more. Oh, sorry, I thought you were predicting a five 0 win at Anfield then for Spurs. Oh no, no, I wasn't, Jim. But I'm not not predicting that. Mm. Uh, but Maurizio Pochettino said that he's not too concerned with the rumours uh, about his job being in danger and so on and so forth. Which is why at the age of forty seven, he doesn't have any grey hairs. See, I don't like this at all because I think this is going to turn out to be product placement for just for men. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, because yeah. they've got to pay for that stadium somehow. They do. <laughs> and I had a dream I dyed this. my hair. Yeah, what brown. Just, just, just a normal brown, but I was really, I was in boots and I was just trying to look for the perfect chestnut brown that I don't have now. <laughs> uh, and it was, yeah, that was my whole night's sleep. I, just I hate like that. that. I once had a dream that I just had an avocado. It's like such a waste <laughs> of a dream, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Marcus? Um, I'd, I'd like dreams? to go back to Pochettino if I may. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I had a dream that he had grey hair. Yeah. Was it a premonition? <laughs> almost certainly <laughs> almost certainly what, will, yeah. he, will he have grey hair after the game at Anfield I mean, <laughs> I mean if, they, if they're ever going to spring up oddly it seems like a fair question he's made a run for his own back there though hasn't he because at, <laughs> at some point they, they will pop up and yes. people will go oh look 
it's like a young, it's like a, it's like a young manager or maybe a young politician getting a big job as a prime minister or whatever. You're going to look quite young, and within minutes, yeah. <laughs> oh. the Andros Townsend at Newcastle effect. Yeah, if you look True. at the, Tony Blair is a great example. Yeah, well, that's who I had in mind, Jim. Barack Obama as well. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, huge Barack. Um, Spurs record at Anfield isn't very good, is it? That, that's not many teams there. have got great records there. True, apart from home records, maybe Hodgson's Palace. <laughs> we know, we know how difficult they are. I feel like we did those forensically on Monday, though. You know. I'm, I, I know our listeners will want to hear more about Hodgson's Palace. <laughs> Can we squeeze maybe just, just 15, 20 minutes yeah. in now? Yeah, well, have you finished about the dream chat? Okay, yeah, great, yeah. go on then. Roy Hodgson had a dream, <laughs> and that dream was to only lose 2 nil against City. Yeah. And that dream came to reality. Well, you know, yeah. Some dreams do come true. I don't think they've won in the league at Anfield since 2011. You, you don't think, you know that, don't you? I looked it up, yes, but I, I I skimmed it. Would you like me to skim it again to oh, confirm? Jules gonna... and Andy made the point that um, uh, the manager and the team looked really kind of relaxed uh, before a pretty turgid one-all draw at the weekend mm. uh, in the Premier League. So mm. who knows what Spurs are going to turn up? Yeah, in well, game. yeah, this is it, isn't it? Because actually, the, these results in the Champions League change the dynamic a little bit because you'd, you'd have had Liverpool as heavy favourites beforehand, especially given Spurs' mm. record at, at Anfield, but. If they've sort of, you know, got their groove back a little bit and Liverpool is still, they did look a little, they were a little flat themselves at, at Old Trafford. Obviously, it's going to be different at Anfield, but you, you don't know. This this one's a little bit of a, you know, I'm not so sure about this. I'd have put this down as a, as a comfortable Liverpool win Could before, be a, but I don't know. No, I, 15th, I of May, 2000, a 15th of May 2011, Spurs mm-hmm. beat Liverpool 2-0 at Anfield. Can you name either of the scorers? What was Gary Lineker again, and sorry? Paul Gascoigne. Incorrect on both counts. Well, 2011, May. And it was... 2-0 to Spurs. 2011. So, Robbie Keane? No, he didn't play. He did not play. The two scorers were Raphael van der Vaart mm-hmm. and a penalty with about half an hour left from Luka Modric. Yeah, ah. Modders. Wow. Qu- quite an interesting team Spurs had then. Kudicini in goal, Kabul, Dawson, Rose, Danny Rose. Wow. He was still there. Yeah. Ledley King, Aaron Lennon, Raphael van der Vaart, Luka Modric, Sandro, Stephen Pienaar and Big Crouchy up front. How about yeah, that? that? I missed Liverpool... Um, Liverpool they beat Genk 4-1, of course, but I actually sort of slightly disagree with you, Pete, when you said sort of similar performances. I, I didn't think they were that great. They, 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 they finished the game strongly, but Genk actually had quite a bit of joy. And, yeah. and you know, obviously they got the goal at the end, but they had some chances. Uh, and it was interesting what Klopp said. He was, he, you know, he praised, obviously, Oxlade-Chamberlain. It was great to see him oh, back. second goal. Gorgeous, but he Where said, on earth did that, they that, find him? That but Klopp goal, said about Oxlade-Chamberlain, he said it was absolutely a great moment for him, but I would say with Ox, his performance was exactly the same as the performance of the team. The goals were great, but the rest could have been better. How rude. Very rude indeed. Yeah, but that goal was better than any goal I'd seen ever. for a good few weeks. Yeah, it was worth... Um, it was worth it was, it was, it was great. any crack. It was great because he just sort of asked for it really early. Mm-hmm. Kind of knew exactly what he was going to do. Yeah. Just went, see you later. It's a big thing to try sort of quite a flash move like that mm. in a game, isn't it? You've got to get it right. Otherwise, it looks like a sort of uh, <laughs> a, a real waste. It was beautiful. It was a glorious time. He'll be nominated for a few awards, that one, I think. It was a beauty, think. It's a beauty of a goal. And it is, it is brave to do it when you're trying to force your way back into a, a pretty <laughs> successful team and yeah. you're not part of the first I think, 11. I think it was only 1-0 at the time. Yeah. And Although he, he did get that goal, didn't he? So he maybe yeah. had the wind in his sails. Quite possibly, Jim. I, fe- I felt that... that um, from what I saw in that Liverpool game, um, Genk have got, I think they've got a pretty good home record, Genk mm. overall, but Liverpool were quite wasteful and Salah mm. seemed to be quite wasteful in that game. He got his goal towards the end of course, sure. but he wasn't, um, he wasn't on, on fantastic form. He's only just um, back from injury though, isn't he? Um, he wasn't in at the weekend, was he? Yeah, so no, he, he wasn't. He's he had a few niggles and whatnot. He couldn't yeah. play against United, no. But, um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was a, because also Liverpool's record in, in the Champions League away from home isn't actually that great yeah, it well, sounds mad given first, they won it wasn't it the first win in two years away in, almost to the day I think away in, in, in the Champions in the, League in yeah. the group stage in right. the group stage alright yeah. oh, that's a weirder stat then isn't yeah, it yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. still even so you wouldn't expect that from the reigning champions no, no you wouldn't but they, but I mean, it seems ridiculous to sort of be ever so slightly critical of a 4-1 away winning the Champions League in any sort of thing yes but as it I does say, why do you have such an <coughs> anti-Liverpool agenda yeah Mark? stop uh, well we've done our Liverpool live show so I'll say what I want <laughs> um, uh, no of course I don't have an anti-Liverpool agenda but I was saying uh, and sorry I was, anti-Merseyside <laughs> I was agreeing with Jurgen Klopp when, when uh, I think Klopp because of Oxlade-Chamberlain and people seem to be quite excited by the, mm. what happened. He said, well, you know, it, it could have been better. And and Genk did have a little bit of joy and perhaps should have scored 
when the game was sort of quite nicely poised. So I don't know going into this one. It's uh, it, it is an interesting affair. Have you heard that Liverpool they've confirmed they'll play in the Club World Cup in December? I have yes. heard that. Have you also heard that um, they're expanding it from seven to twenty four teams in twenty twenty one? We talked about this a little while do, ago. Yeah. But do we do we need that? Do you not remember <laughs> Just, when we did this, Jim? Yeah, but do I don't know. I don't remember. So, either. No, I don't, I don't know if we did. Well, it was it was. Uh, was this perhaps on on the continent? Mm. Many moons ago. I don't, I don't think know. It was. I don't remember it. Well, I, well, Maybe we, I was away. Not to worry. Um, so let's do it now. Mm. Um, it's a, it'd be a summer tournament with 24 teams. It's essentially like it's... A, I mean, the Club World Cup is called the Club World Cup, but it's really... What is it? Six teams, I think, or something like that. Two teams, have a, or maybe it's eight teams, and they have a little playoff. And then really yeah. the semi-finals is when the European side mm. uh, come in and uh, tend to you know, get through the semi-final fairly easily. And then it's between them and usually the team from South America in the final. Uh, I mean, you remember the Intercontinental Cup you know, sort of 20 years ago, and it was just a one-off game between the European champions and the South mm. American uh, champions. Right. Whereas now that th- there is going to be this tournament where it is essentially a club World Cup in the mm. form of the World Cup. So you have 24 teams. It's going to be played. You'll have sort of group stages, knockout <laughs> stages. All it's just absolutely kind of ridiculous. Well, of course absurd, it's ridiculous. Isn't it? yeah. it's, it's almost like for for players to actually be able to sort of manage that schedule, football will have to become like baseball. Do you know what I mean? You have to have huge yeah. squads. Mm. And uh, chew tobacco. And that. Yeah. yeah. I, would like, I wouldn't mind seeing that. <laughs> oh, no, it's bad for you. It is bad for you. Terrible for you. I, I, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if Jurgen Klopp's got the same opinion about that as he had about the Nations League, where he would absolutely <laughs> spare about it. Well, he will do. Yeah. I mean, just in the, club, the current Club World Cup um, uh, tournament, Liverpool, they, well, they, this is their schedule. They're going to play Watford at home on the 14th of December. Then they have the semi-final, which is in Qatar on the 18th of December. Four days later, they've got a big trip to Qatar to play mm. the semi-final. The final is three days later on the 21st. Should Liverpool get there? They should, yeah. uh, no matter who they play. And then they play Leicester City uh, away on Boxing Day five days later. So those two games in Qatar, totally in part of the world, of course, very different climate, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, um, is a real spanner in the works for them. But would it, would it be um, in the best interests of the tournament, which is a you know a nascent burgeoning uh, experience, mm. to put a lot of prize money behind that? So therefore, clubs kind of want to win it. Yeah, I, I think it's because they, they they tried to do it, didn't they? Did, didn't your mate Luke play for the Oceania yes. champion? So he was officially in the, in the fifth best team in the world. A friend of mine, <laughs> a friend of mine, played for. I think it's a guy I used to play with. He, I think he played for Auckland City. Yeah, probably it, spurned him on. They were beaten by. <laughs> I feel like they played two games. Yeah. They played a, a Middle Eastern team mm. and they played a, good, a really good team. They lost both the games. Oh, they, so there was, there was six maybe, were they? In the, yeah, they, they, were cha- they were champions of... of um, Oceania yeah, or Australasia. Whatever right. it is. Yeah. Yeah. His Facebook creed was amazing. Like, mm. He was like, yeah, I just met so-and-so, you know, met fucking Rivaldo <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah, I can't remember yeah, who it was. Yeah. But, but just, I want to make a really final, probably quite boring point about Spurs, but just, just in case people aren't aware, obviously they play the way to Liverpool on Sunday. Then they go away to Everton. And after that, they're away to um, Red Star in this return Champions League game. I think that'll give us a real good indication of whether mm. they're over this little wobble or not because I didn't think they were up against much last night. No. Or the other night. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Tuesday. Uh, well, yes, uh, Liverpool Spurs. It'll be a good old encounter at Anfield. Uh, let's go uh, talk about Burnley versus Chelsea. Brilliant win for Chelsea. Yeah. Away at Ajax. Absolutely superb. Because Ajax looked superb in, in, in the from what I saw of the game. They, yeah. they looked like the, the team of, of last season's Champions League uh, semi-finalists. And, and obviously that's a, that's a tough, tough place to go when they're in that sort of form. And um, uh, Don, Donny van der Beek looked particularly good. And, mm. and Chelsea did... It's, it's funny to think of Chelsea as sort of plucky underdogs, isn't it? I know what you mean. Um, well, the reason but, is, Jim, because as Frank Lampard said, the younger players are still babies yeah. in the Champions oh, League. A bit of O'Leary shit. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Channeling the spirit. They've won that. every game since the end of September now. Six straight wins. Yeah. It's fantastic. It mm. really is. And you see, seeing some of the younger players in that team and the way, like, specifically... Tomori, when the final whistle went, the way he was leaping around and celebrating, and Lampard said, "This is huge for us." Yeah. There's almost a feel like it's a landmark or a lamp landmark. Yeah. I know where you're going. No, keep yeah, going. Stick landmark. with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have bothered, but uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a. It's such a marquee result because obviously they lost one 0 to Valencia in their was it the opening game or certainly mm. their first home game of the group, and it was a bit of a disappointment. Of course, Barkley missed the penalty as well. 
and you think, oh, blimey, that, that, they're up against it now. Are they going to do much in this Champions League? There's still a young, very exciting side. And you, you mounts in there. Callum Hudson-Odoi started. Yeah. You know, he looked a bit lively. Um, even Pulisic, what, what an yeah. impact, you know, yeah, he, he had. came on I mean, with an assist, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is huge for him. Absolutely right. You know, th- this is, Lampard is really, it's six straight wins. I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but the way they're playing, they are an exciting side. They score goals, they create chances. Yeah. Now, I understand that there's all the transfer business going on, so this is a bit of a redundant point, but if you are a younger player and you've got something about you, you get, soon enough you're going to start looking at Lampard's Chelsea and think, oh, that's where I want to be. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's giving young players a chance. It's exciting. Absolutely. It really yeah. is. And, and that honestly, that result... Um, and Tomori and Kurt Zuma coming in at the back. Yeah, they rode their luck at times, but you're away to Ajax. Aspilicueta was fantastic. Yeah. Really great performance of win for Chelsea. So with that in mind, when you're riding that crest of a wave, where's the last place you would want to go? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, clearly the Etihad would be, well, you yeah. know, but I take the point, you don't want to be facing up to old Sean Dosh. No, not at, not at the modern more. day party I bet, spoiler. I bet, I bet he was just, he's been rubbing, he's rubbing his hands together as we speak. But on, on the Chelsea and Lampard Gurgling board, gravel, yeah, <laughs> getting ready. One of the um, criticisms that was levelled at, at um, Chelsea, Lampard's Chelsea by us and by the people at the start of the season was that they couldn't mm. stop concealing goals. But now if you look, yeah. what a difference a few weeks makes. Absolutely. I think they've considered only two in their last five games mm-hmm. they play nice football as you've mentioned something that apparently the owner was crying out for for years <laughs> and on the Pulisic point um, the, the what I like to call the lone wolf Go on. was uh, stalking around wasn't it that you start to see newspaper reports about oh how mm. if he doesn't get a look in he's going to start going on loan somewhere yeah. and just two or three months into his realistically into his Chelsea mm-hmm. career that's mm. that's the thing you don't want to hear no. this like wolf stalking around the lone wolf you get to see what I've done there yeah, lone very wolf. Good, yeah, yeah. Um, but Excellent. he might I have kept that at bay with that assist. Michael Bay. Um, and I think Lampard will be, yeah, he might get it at Michael Bay with a big explosion. <laughs> but but it's important that he, he keeps all those players happy because he, of course, if you, as you've alluded to, Marcus, he can't bring anyone else in. Mm-hmm. So he has to make them feel like they're part of the squad, part of the team, mm-hmm. and have them ready to play because they're playing in, on a lot of different fronts this season. And I think with Lampard, though, when you talk about keeping players happy and all that, that someone once mentioned, a bit like Southgate, England, trying to create that almost like family sort of atmosphere, yeah. if you see mm-hmm. what I mean. And, and Lampard, he, he sh- obviously it depends what he's like as a character and, and blah, blah, blah. But if you look at him when he was Derby manager, we don't have much to go on as a manager. Lampard remembers a little bit more of the old school. Yeah. He remembers the 90s, but he also has Happy been... Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was Big watches you put on the wall. He was he probably at Nebworth. Hope. Yeah. He used Four to, weddings he used to had play. just come out. <laughs> he used to play in combats in a sun hat, all that. Um, but he also remember. He also knows what modern day footballers are like, and yeah. and, and we, he straddles both eras exactly. He? And and when we talk about you know people like Jose Mourinho saying, "Well, he's a bit busted flush." Well, his methods of trying to kind of get under the skin of players when the likes of Lampard and Terry go, "Right, I'll bloody show you." Mm. And and Rooney was a bit like that uh, as well at Manchester United. Some footballers, younger generations, rightly or wrongly, don't get into that, are, are not that anymore. The, the, the world is slightly different, certainly the Western world, and football's a little bit different. Lampard, with his man management skills, I think actually is perfectly placed mm. to foster that kind of uh, team spirit and, and, and get them all going. And what's really great is that Tammy Abraham, who much talks about Tammy Abraham, uh, scored a lot of goals. He's about to sign a new hundred grand a week deal at Chelsea after his start to the season. Well, I mean, watch how... his form fall off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. how it works, isn't it? But, yeah. but how how encouraging is that for younger players? It's great, hmm. yeah. You know, you show you show you can force your way into the team. You can stay there, and not only will you have the trust put in you by the manager. Um, you'll have a new contract as well. Mm. I like. I particularly enjoyed the clip of uh, the referee. Did you see that shouting after Mason Mount? Go on. He obviously didn't know his first name, <laughs> so you just saw him go and just go Mount. Mount, Mount, he did it about 10 times before he called Matt Mason over to have a word with him. It's yeah. funny. Well, perhaps the most impressive stat for Chelsea at the moment is they didn't even concede to Newcastle United. I know, right? So mm, it shows that is, you. That, that gives you a real barometer. Mm. That's a litmus test. It, sh- it shows you uh, just how solid that defence is. It's an acid test. <laughs> yeah, but Burnley, you know, they've uh, the nine games on 12 points, same as Spurs, Sheffield United, Bournemouth, and West Ham. They'll want to make that 15, Jim. Do you know why? Because winning games is what football's all about. Absolutely. And, and you um, also you also want Burnley the type of team who if no one's talking about them they know they're doing pretty well yeah, yeah, the yes. only narrative last season was when they had a really poor start I'm like, right. can they turn it around well now they're sat in eighth no one's really talking about them their last um, six games in the league I love this loss draw win draw win loss that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah. just ebb and flow the dice carousel they'll they're, finish on exactly 47 points yeah and, that's, that, and that'll be that yeah. they're really part of the furniture now aren't they which is you know uh, a, a real 
Real testament to what Sean Dyche has done, especially mm. as he took them up, they went down and he took them back up again. Yeah, what that should be that's back impressive. like that. that and is, then, yeah. what piece of furniture are they though? Do you oh, it is um, an armoire. I think it's like a, it's an old armchair that doesn't suit the rest of the room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just say blender. The, the, the patriarch just will not give it up. No, exactly. Yeah, it's mm. got it's got the crease in it where his bum is. Yeah, yeah, mm, love that. That's what Burnley are. All right, now it's time for emails with PTD. It is. Baron has emailed in. Hi, guys. Last time you toured Ramble Live, I was at university in Newcastle and my housemates took me along to the show. I've been listening since then. Incredible. Mm. I, I had no idea that was would be one of the entry points. Someone comes to the Ramble Live, which can be chaotic and confusing sometimes. Especially that show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and very arousing. Yeah, and very mm. arousing. Um, yes, yeah, so you've been uh, listening ever since. And when the new tour was announced, my former housemates and I decided it would be the perfect reason for a meet-up, a few beers and dinner. I moved to Nottingham four months ago, uh, so I was looking forward to a steady drive up after work on the Friday. That's what I like about the Ramble Live. It sort of brings people together who maybe used to live in the same town, yes. but now they've been scattered the four winds, they're getting back together. That's it's quite a specific thing to like about it. What do you mean? Well, when people who get together and they scatter to the winds and they come back together. Yeah, well, we're bringing people together who yeah. perhaps have lost touch. Well, like the UN. I wish yeah. we could get I mean, together a bit more. Let's be honest. Pete, 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 Marcus, that's Pete saying yeah, that. I know. Yeah. I know. That, is, that is outrageous yeah. by you. I was going to say, Pete is also a very specific kind of man, isn't he? So it should come <laughs> as no surprise. But... Uh, unfortunately, plans changed, and I was sent on a business trip through Slovakia uh, the oh. week of the show. I absolutely refused to give up my Rumble Live ticket, and so after a lot of uh, time on Skyscanner and haggling with the company that organises our travel, I ended up with a train ticket to Bratislava to Vienna on Thursday evening, followed by a 5.30am flight from Bloody Vienna to Parma to Mallorca. I'll then have a three-hour layover before uh, grabbing a flight back to the East Midlands, a taxi back to my flat, quick turnaround, and then in the car up to Newcastle. You're a Maniac. Yeah. And, and whatever, an whatever we do on 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 uh, on the tonight as when the show goes out, yeah. Newcastle show, we must not mention this man at all. <laughs> what's, his, what's his name? Matt, Matt Barron. Matt Barron. Matt Barron. The Barron. Right. Will Barron nights be good? Yeah. Barron. <laughs> oh, can I can I just jump in really quickly because mm. I will forget otherwise. Yeah. I got a package delivered today to the well, courtesy of, of a guy called Ben, mm. who uh, addressed it just to. Luke at the Football Ramble and he said hi Ramblers I had these made last year and I thought I'd treat you to a set keep up the good work Ben and what he sent mm-hmm. are four coasters mm. each with I'll hold them up to the camera so they could perhaps see them each with like a different um, aggressive set two in a Premier mm. League game from down the years <laughs> or a Champions League game whatever one of them is Sergio Ramos having kiboshed Mo Salah just stood oh. over him one is Fellaini elbowing Zabaleta in the face yeah. <laughs> one is Diego Costa sticking the nut on David, David Luiz and one is Joey Barton standing over is that Aguero Marcus? It uh, looks a bit like a yeah. Hero. yeah. So thank you very much for that, for that yeah. Ben. And if anyone else wants to send us prizes and presents, <laughs> please, please do so. We probably don't need any more coasters. How did he get the address of this place? Uh, I don't know. Okay, that's worrying. Worrying, yeah. Yeah, exactly. okay. Pete, Pete probably gave it to him. Carry on, Pete. Sorry. Screen works. Um, Kevin. <laughs> hello to Kevin. Do you, want, do you want prizes or not? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah and it said, uh, hello Ramble, not Luke at the Ramble. I said so, he sent it to look at Ramble and yeah. I read it as High Ramblers. I love that we're characterising these as prizes rather than... <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's our little prizes for yeah. being good boys. Yeah. Like an I tried hard. <laughs> Kevin! Hey guys, thought I'd bring your attention to the Liga MX Veracruz. Ooh. They're a top flight side that has failed to win a league game in one year and two months. They're only the top flight because the league's ridiculous pay to stay system where a team can get relegated but can stay if they pay uh, roughly £4.6 million. This past week the uh, players of Veracruz uh, planned not to play the first several months of a game against uh, club uh, side Tigres in a protest on failure to pay salaries. The protest was quickly stopped when Eduardo uh, Vargas and uh, Gignac, uh, Gignac uh, scored yeah. uh, on a post. Gignac, yeah. Is it Gignac? Um, Andre Pierre Gignac. He's been scoring was, loads. Uh, I was wondering if you guys had any thoughts. I mean, don't do that. <laughs> I would have thought that. Don't just down tools. Tigres are a good side in the Mexican mm-hmm. league. The, the, there, owner, um, the yeah. owner of... Sorry. <laughs> Luke, on. go on, you were first. The Luke. owner of Watford is rapidly writing out a cheque saying £4.6 million, pounds, you say. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll yeah, pay yeah, the player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, Jim. Yeah, yeah uh, their, their logo is a shark with a football. Which yeah, is yeah, okay. enjoyable Neither of our points were worth no. it. No. No. And back to Pete. Yeah, yeah. do it for um, James Berryman. James from Chichester. Oh, good name. Nice. Mm. James um, Berryman mm. from Chichester. Oh, sounds he... quite chilling, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Shame he's not from Berrylands. Yeah, that's just down the road. This is. Yeah. The poison berry man. Good evening, Ramblers. Don't pay him until you get to the other side. Yes, I... <laughs> of Berylands. Uh, yes. 
<laughs> yes, I am a long-time listener, first-time emailer, but isn't everyone these days? Uh, absolutely <laughs> buzzing this week after my local team, Chichester City, made it not only to the first round, <clears> but got a free pass to the second round. Mm. Um, oh, they did, yes. Yeah, um, I believe it was the FA Cup. The yeah, scenes were amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, FA Cup do you know what the locals call Chichester? Chai. Chai. Chai latte. This is one of the most one of the reasons they are the most objectionable people in the area. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fantastic achievement, uh, seeing, though I, I, seeing as though I, I don't know a single supporter despite living in the city for my whole life. I know you guys like a funny name and their squad contains many. Here are some of my favourites. Sounding like an amateur wrestler, Jimmy Wilde. Jimmy Wilde. Jimmy Wilde. Yeah. Um, Ant Ender. Connor Cordy. Not that one. Uh, friend of the Ramble, Jamie Horncastle. Nice. Jamie, keep an eye on Jamie Horncastle. Ooh, yeah. And Josh Clack. Good. <laughs> that sounds, sounds clack. so made up. Enjoyable. That sounds like a brass eye name. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Clack. Well, we'll keep an eye on those uh, as we go through the uh, rounds. Uh, Lawrence. Hello to uh, Lawrence at Chelsea. Uh, hence the pontification of this email. Uh, team, as autumn moves into winter, I dread post-manager, uh, sorry, post-match manager interviews. Why? Well, it's the march of the two high V-neck sweaters. What? A phenomenon where there is a direct correlation between the ability of the manager and their choice of depth of V-neck on their merino or cashmere sweater when worn with a tie. The mm. good managers, Guardiola. Weng, uh, Weng, Wenger, why's my W's? Wenger, Mourinho, and in his day, Viali. They get it. If you yeah. want to wear a tie with a V-neck sweater, you wear a sweater with a deep V. The fraudulent, and to be fair, half okay copycats don't. The worst examples being Monk, Rogers, and that bloke at Exeter who looks like he fell over covered in glue in the Guy Ritchie section of Burton's. Paul Tisdale, yeah. yeah. He's so not, he's, not at, he's, he's at uh, MK Dons now, old Tizzy. No. I don't mind a manager wearing a jumper. No, me either. No, Quite but he's talking about the... V- yeah, but he's... Talking about the nuance. Talking of it. about the nuance of the V-neck, Mark. As if you were listening to the email, no, no, it's got to be, it's gotta be I, a scoop. I know, I understand, but if if it is a round neck jumper, I don't mind it with a tie. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think get stuff. What, what, what was the guy's name? Sorry, his name was Lawrence. Lawrence can sod off. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm with Lawrence on this one. Yeah, I thought yeah. you would be, but you're wearing a round neck jumper, so you're I'm not wearing enough. a tie though. Yeah, you are. I think you've missed the, the, the tenor of the man's Just argument. Just because the tie's around your head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Big Sam. I'm a salary man. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get to the show, it's uh, short. Rambledaily.com. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Make yeah. it as hard as possible. Very baby. confident uh, there from Peter <laughs> Donaldson. All right, tie's off. It's time for a break. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. Welcome back to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway, everybody. Football Ramble is coming live to a town near you, but those towns (laughs) are dwindling by the day. Tonight we're in Newcastle. Last night we were in Leeds and we had a bloody lovely time. Last night we were in Leeds. 
Right. Oh, in Newcastle. I still want Laser two tickets left. Do it like a wrestling uh, promo. And next week we're going to be in Birmingham. Norwich. Laying a smackdown, you candy ass. <laughs> Norwich. 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 Norwich as well. Salford <laughs> twice. twice. What? Salford. Yeah, we're going to be putting uh, Salford in a spine buster. <laughs> and, then, and then we're off to the States and then we're and off to the States and Canada. Yeah, where yeah. you're from, can, presumably. <laughs> what's, the, what's, what's the URL? What? What's the URL? Ramblelife.com. There we go. There we are. Yeah. yeah. Peter. Well, Come on. Well done. I've had my Acre Pro. You have. Mm. Yeah. And something else as well. I think mm. you should do every single plug we have to do as yeah. a wrestler. I'm <laughs> glad you've only come up with this now because you just spent thousands of pounds on this with that lady that makes the jingles. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the Baron, of course, he's gone all around Europe to get to the live shows. The mm. least you can do. Yeah. There's people who live in Norwich who are thinking, oh, yeah, maybe, asked. Yeah. maybe I'll go to that Halloween party instead. Yeah. Yeah. You can go to that after. I've bought a costume for exactly. Norwich. Yes. I'll have you. Pete, the least you can do is the guy who's travelled here from Eastern Europe, the least you can do is spine buster him through a table. That's <laughs> <laughs> would have wanted. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, but we're going to be body slam <laughs> Birmingham, I'll ladies him, and gentlemen. I'm going to give him the Peter's elbow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice. So uh, do come along, you beauties. Now then, Manchester City are hosting Aston Villa. Man City beat Atalanta 5-1. Raheem Sterling was superb he was. once again. But Guardiola's favourite player ever, Phil Foden, was sent off at the end. <laughs> yeah. Slightly harsh. The first one was never a yellow card. No, but I think the second one was silly, given that he'd been booked. Mm-hmm. And, he'd, and, you know, the, the referee had set that slightly... You know, pernickety tone. Yes. So, yeah, it was a, a funny one from Foden, but I suppose he's 19, isn't he? So, so you've did no they bring on pernickety tone afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. Love he's that a, player. He's very yeah, good. He's, he's not in the Champions League squad, actually. <laughs> yeah. Man City were great, though. They go 1 0 down, did they? Um, they did, yeah. And, and they and they very much uh, responded <laughs> yeah. with aplomb. Yeah, yeah nope. they seem to find it amusing. Yeah, almost, I know what you mean. Is, uh, <laughs> I think teams in general have found it quite easy to respond against Atalanta in the Champions League this season. <laughs> Even though domestically they've been decent. I, I found Atalanta are a funny side in the Champions League, actually. But no doubt you've spoken about about that on, on the continent. Please. Yes, we have a little bit. Don't yeah, stand we on your toes, bro. Phil Foden, there was probably no need for him to pick up a second yellow with 10 minutes to go and his mm-hmm. team were 5-1 up. But there was a need for Raheem Sterling to score three. There was. There's always a need for that. He was... He was oh. Irresistible. Pep, Irresistible. Pep does. Pepe G does love Phil. <laughs> he said, yes. I, "I'm not going to find him because I only find players for stupid things." Um, but I'd like him to learn from this situation. He can't learn from it, Pep, because you don't ever fucking pick him. No. So mm. where's he going to learn from it when he's doing his shopping? Is he Phil Foden or Phil Frenden? Yeah. <laughs> Sorted out, Pep. <laughs> Frenden or Foden? Frenden or Foden? Which yeah. which zone is he in? Yeah. yeah. You don't want to be in Pep's friend zone, do you? You want to be, be in the, the player's own. Yeah, maybe be you intense. should go and loan to Leicester. Bang out with Frendon. Does anyone know after <laughs> Foden... You've got a friend in Rogers or Key. Or Key. Does anyone know after Foden was sent off whether um, Pep grabbed the referee, took him to one side and, and, and carefully and patiently explained to him how he could be a good referee? <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> it's possible, isn't maybe it? Maybe he outsources that kind of behaviour to Nathan Redmond as he talked yeah. so well about it. He, he, was, he certainly had some uh, passionate words for the fourth official, so I imagine that that went down <laughs> oh, the, the chain. Something I completely oh, forgot to say in the Chelsea chat but it's worth it bears repeating did you see the referee insist on Jody Morris standing up before he booked him <laughs> Jody Morris was kicking off on the touchline yeah, of course they can be that. booked now and the referee went over there to have a word with him and he, and he kept going like that stand yeah. up stand up and Jody Morris wouldn't stand up <laughs> and about the fifth time Jody Morris just went oh stood up and he just went yellow that's great and then walked off <laughs> and to Jody Morris of all people I, know, I love exactly, that yeah. as well it's like well, if you've got something to say to, say to, to your friend you can sh- so in front of the whole class. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what did he tell us the joke? Yeah. Here's a joke. Yellow. Yeah. Um, Rodri was injured and Man City have got a... <laughs> he got injured during the game. Yeah. Man City have got this amazing blind spot at centre-half at the moment. Mm. It's amazing. Well, Rodri It could Fernand- cost them the league, Marcus. It could. Rodri and Fernandinho uh, played in centre defence, of course. But John Stones came on um, after being out with an injury for a while himself. So that was... Probably quite pleasing for Man City that he yes. made through most of the game. And uh, Otamendi also came on as a second-half sub. I mean, you're right. It is a problem area for Man City. And uh, John yeah. Stones needs to get back to full fitness, which he would appear to do so, and also get on top of his game pretty yeah. quickly. I would say the same with Otamendi as well, whereas that blind spot goes, he's not exactly the ideal pair of corrective spectacles. Indeed. No. But the, but they, they need to get a, uh, you know up a bit of steam. We're only in the end of uh, October now. But of course, you know with that uh, Club World Cup business for Liverpool, that that may be a chance. Yeah, yeah. They, it should be quite tired. I understand that they've got a deep squad and Oxlade Chamberlain coming back in bolsters that as well. But there, there is a chance there. I think to go into the Premier League season trying to defend your Premier League title with only three recognised centre backs, mm. and and I mean and question marks over two of them for different reasons, yeah. and then the only one who was almost 
not without reproach, but certainly the best of the three gets a serious injury, yeah. then you've always, there's question marks over Ottoman Nistos anyway. Yeah. I think it's a crazy situation to find yourself in, and it makes you wonder whether they should have just paid the extra money for Maguire. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's a strange one. Can Villa get at them? Can Jackie uh, Grealish and do you the think boys? Dean Smith on the blower to Hodgson saying, "Look, how do I get out of this with a two-nil defeat? What's your top tips? What's your top tips? <laughs> what, do you reckon, what do you reckon Roy's saying?" I think Hodgson says, "You know, we'll just watch the tape back, and you should be able to pick up enough. You learn everything you need to know. <laughs> you will learn what you everything need. You need, you need a, a one of your players scoring a thirty-yard rocket volley into the top corner. How long ago was that? Uh, last season." Yeah. And you're only as good as your last season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Joking I, aside, City love to batter Villa, don't they? They it's do. Just, they, they do enjoy it. Um, I think that their aggregate score in their... Uh, this is from the Premier How is that League joking website. aside? I personally find Sorry, it yeah, no, funny. that's true. Uh, from the Premier League website, so um, shout out them if it's wrong. Uh, <laughs> Aston Villa have lost their last nine Premier League away encounters with Man City by an aggregate score of 34. Their last success was a 2-0 victory in April 2007. I think for this minute, might be a tough afternoon for, for Villa. I thought you said it was the average score. I was yeah. like, I haven't remembered that probably. Marcus, you are the king of properly assessing whether it's a defeat or not. <laughs> <laughs> what would be he's through the numbers and note the fingers here what would be a win yeah. for Aston Villa I th- I, I think uh, would I they mean, take a 4-0 defeat now no they wouldn't take a 4-0 defeat 3 a 3 goal maybe a 4-1 <laughs> they'd take a 4-1 now I think if you score there they and they're going to get a lot of credit one. on Monday Look, for it's that. very difficult to go there and score 3 goals obviously Palace managed it um, but uh, <laughs> but not many teams do do they use their full name uh, Crystal Palace Roy Hodgson Crystal Palace <laughs> Marcus Bellas, Roy Hodgson. <laughs> I mean, Hodgson, Roy Hodgson knows how to go there and score three goals. We remember when Roy Hodgson's Fulham <laughs> so went there. Dean on the phone to Roy nil, now then? And they were 2 0 down, and Fulham came back to win 3 2, which was vital in Fulham staying up. Hello, Roy, it's me again. Um, <laughs> No sure we getting these. Can you just yeah. get back to me? I've um, noticed that you're flying up the Marcus Speller alternative <laughs> Premier League table. Yeah. Do you have any tips? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any tips specifically on how to score three goals at Man City over a year I ago? Think, I think Man City are only going to win 2-1. All right. Anyone Spe- else? Anyone else fancy it? Speller's Wicked Whispers. There you go. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be... A, I think I, City I, I will think, score four. I think I think Villa could have him on the rocks a bit, but I think City will just well, come well, through. John Jackie... Stones has basically stated for the record he's hoping to put his struggles behind him. So that is good for a Rick. That is good yeah. for Damn a, right. a, a misplaced what, pass in the year. What uh, better way for John Stones to ease his way back into fitness mm-hmm. than playing um, at centre-back um, with a guy who's not even a centre-back yeah. uh, uh, in a game that you probably need to perform well in knowing there are no other centre-backs to play. Yeah. So, fingers hmm. crossed he responds to the pressure. You'd but at so. least Andros isn't there. Andros. But will Jack Grealish enjoy this afternoon? Jack Grealish may well do. McGinn might score a little breakaway goal as he likes yeah. in the big games. So, uh, so there we are. Let's move on though to Newcastle United. They're playing Wolverhampton Wanderers. Newcastle 18th on eight points. Wolves are unbeaten in six. Now, since Everton put three past Wolves and then Chelsea put five past them, they've only conceded four goals in, I think, seven games. Even Man City couldn't score against them. Mm-hmm. So Wolves seem to have uh, have plugged a few gaps. This is, of course, being recorded before the Europa League, so we don't know what happened there. But Newcastle, defensively, they, um, beat Manchester United 1-0, which is is a mean defence these days. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, going away to Chelsea, obviously they lost the game 1-0. But in my book, that's a victory. Mm. Yeah, I don't have the Brack stats. I had a lot to do. Would you, would you like a quick stat? Yeah, go Please. for it. Uh, a failure to score on Sunday for Newcastle United would make five from ten, the first ten matches in the, in the Premier League season, the lowest for 126 years. Wow. Blimey. But really. as well as that, Newcastle haven't been beaten at home since the first day of the season. Now, I know the season isn't that old, so mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of a full stat. Still but, like... you know, they, they are proving incredibly boring to watch, which is what this is showing, isn't it? <laughs> are you well, suggesting St. James's Park or whatever it's called now? He's a fortress. Imagine um, if Mike Ashley came out. Listen, on Monday, if Mike Ashley came out, fired Steve Roof and released a statement saying the football was too boring. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. But I want Jim's yeah. answer here. I was going to say James's Park a fortress. More of a mausoleum. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Bearing in mind that people listening to this show will, will come into the Newcastle New, show Newcastle, hours later. Chelsea, Newcastle Chelsea was uh, was all right. Debravka had yeah. to be on very, very yeah, I, good I think Newcastle, they're a fine club, a great institution, wonderful stadium. And to me, it is a fortress. <laughs> Mm. Pathetic. I think the people of Newcastle will see through you, Marcus. Yeah. I think that that reminded me a bit of Sean Spicer defending Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I? I'll stick a theory out there, which is based on no stats whatsoever. Yeah. That I think Wolves are better, are, are better against better teams. Yes. When they're on TV, all that kind of stuff. Look at the players they've got there. Who like? It's almost got like 
Rolls-Royce players who never quite made the very, mm. very, very top, but yeah. they're still a very good team. Mm. I think they go away. If they go away to, in Bratislava, uh, as it was last night, mm. travel all the way back and play yeah. against Newcastle away, I think New- there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a glimmer of an opening there for Newcastle. We, we certainly, Will they take it? Absolutely fucking not. No. Joel Linton, if Joel Linton's in the 18-yard box, no. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we all want Newcastle to win that game. 100%. Yeah. We're behind them, mate. Because it was mm. if it was next week when we're playing Birmingham on the Friday night, we might say something else. I think Newcastle's <laughs> got more history and more illustrious reasons to visit yeah. than any other city in the world. Mm. world? That's why we're world? going. Yes. That's why we're going. World. World, yeah. Okay. World. Do you know what you sound like? Yeah. A Liverpool taxi driver. And that was the joke. Mm. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we are. <laughs> I don't know why they love Newcastle so much, those Liverpool taxi drivers. No, they, they sometimes get lost, I guess. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Uh, Peter, any final words on Newcastle against Wolverhampton Wanderers? Uh, they're not going to score any goals. You're just pretending okay. they're not, it's not happening. They're doing Newcastle <laughs> yeah. going. All right. Um, it's time for Betway's 4 to score, everyone. Each week, of course, we'll be participating in 4 to score for a chance to win a huge prize for charity. Four to score entry is free. Just pick the first goal scorer in four of Betway selected games for this week. A chance to win up to £200,000. Head to betway.com forward slash four to score. That's forward slash the number four and then to score. Uh, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game because that would be silly if you didn't. Uh, further T's and C's apply. We've got a game each because it's four of them and four of us. Jim, you've got Newcastle v Wolves. What's your selection, my friend? So I've gone for Raul Jimenez. I thought I'd try not to repeat uh, the perceived mistake you felt you'd make by picking a Dharma Traore uh, the other week, Pete. Uh, and yep. I, I did look at the fixture and I thought, well, <clears throat> obviously Wolves are away in the Europa League. That might make a difference. So I had a look through Newcastle squad and I thought, who's most likely to score there? And unfortunately, there just wasn't anyone. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have gone for Raul Jimenez. So by default, it's a Wolves player. Um, Pete, you've got Arsenal v Crystal Palace. Yes, I've gone for Andros Townsend Love because that. I want to curse Love him. That. Oh. I want to <laughs> curse so his luck. You don't want to win the, we don't want to win the monies. Look, I, look, I'm covering both bases there. I mean, I win both ways, don't I? If he doesn't score, I win. If he does score, I also win. If he, yeah. if he, when, when someone like Pete Donaldson talks like that about a man like Andrew Townsend, that's so piss poor. I've gone, I've got Liverpool <laughs> he v Spurs these days, and I've got Sadio Mane, mm. um, and Marcus. You are Norwich Man United. Timu, Timu Puki. It's about time he scored again it at is, home actually. as well. That that feels like it could happen. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> Pete, do you want to reassess your selection given that he won't start the game? Anything can happen in Arse Cry. Anything can happen in Arse Cry. All right, fine, stick with it. All right, so that's, that's Betway's 4 to score. <laughs> Betway.com forward slash 4 to score. It's free to play. Current prize is £200,000. It'll roll over again if no one wins it. All you've got to do is um, select the first goal scorer in each of those four selected Betway games for a chance to win. Do bet the responsible way. Go to betway.com forward slash 4 to score and play for free. Now it's time for going for gold. Press the button, bruv. So the heat is on and the time is right. It's time for you, for you to play the game. Cause people are coming, everyone's trying, trying to be the best that they can. To reach for the sky where the stakes are so high, we're all going for going for gold. It's time for going for gold. <laughs> wow, exciting. <laughs> uh, Do it like a wrestler. Oh, come on. It's, it's, uh, I've got to save all my energy Ooh, for, a little uh, bit of the Goldie <laughs> <laughs> I've got to save my energy for Newcastle tonight stop is it Chris Jericho <laughs> no it's not uh, Jacob Roberts thank you Jacob uh, for this particular Jacob the Snake of Roberts nomination <laughs> stop is it Les Seeley <laughs> no it's not I was born on the 18th of December 1979 mm. the Christmas baby shortly yeah. to be pre- uh, celebrating his 40th birthday mm. stop yes. DDA Zakora. No, but enjoyable. Thank Stop. you. Did he have Drogba? No. Mm. I managed 14 international caps with zero goals. I see. Hmm. Mm. 14, did you say? Yeah. Yes. yes. Stop. Ledley King. No. Like that, Jim. Yeah, it's not a bad shout at uh, all, that. Good shout. Not, not at all. Good yeah. shout. In 2001, I swapped the Boulevard of Paris for the Valleys of Wales. Mm. In 2001? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. I had a total of 48 Premier League appearances, scoring five goals. <clears throat> Stop, Willem Gallas. No, I don't, I don't. Maybe he lived there. He bought a house there. It could be a yeah. tricky one. It's, it's really throwing me. That. He's not necessarily French, is he? He could have moved around. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. True. My first ever Premier League goal was scored directly from a long throw. That's scraping the barrel. <laughs> kind of clue in it. 
<laughs> wow. Long throw. I feel mm. like you should know that. Yeah. I'm stop Rory DeLapp. No. Stop. <laughs> Lauren Robert? No. Nice, Jim. I have twice been managed by Tony Pulis with the first spell only lasting four days. <laughs> stop. Mm. Ricardo Fuller? No. We always Great say now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Carry on. In 2007, I was stabbed by a member of the crowd during an international friendly. You was what? Stabbed. 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 I don't remember that. Mm. Stop. Steed Malbrank? No. Flipping heck. I, I remember the story, but of course I don't remember the play. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny the weird things you remember. Mm. Go on. Um, between 2010 and 2012, I snapped my Achilles twice and dislocated my knee, managing one reserve match between each injury. That's a stinker, isn't it? Yeah, That's a stinker. stinker. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Go on. Gibril Cisse? Incorrect. That's what I was going to say. Yes, I'm gutted. <laughs> I'm delighted that you're not the right one. <laughs> the Pulis managed then, obviously. Oh, yeah, Stoke. Pulis. The stupid game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final clue? Yeah. After retiring from football, I opened a patisserie with my wife in my adopted hometown of Stoke, which is lovely. So it's got to be so a, it's a Stoke, Stoke player, player, yeah. And we've got to go for the French. Yeah, God. That's why I went for Ricardo Fuller. Yeah. Um, I can't think. Uh, no, no, come on. Stoke we've got a little moment here. We've got a little moment. Pete will give us a little moment. He's generous like that. I'm more thinking of the listeners, Mark. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put a cup of tea on. We might be here for a while. Yeah. Put a cup of tea on. Put a kettle on. <laughs> in, in Zonzi's too, not old too enough. young. Yeah, no, he's, he's not still 40. playing. Yeah, there'll be people shouting up there. Radio slash. Go on, you got to give it to us. Yeah, you got to give it to us. Mabadi Sadibe. PC wins. Well, I think that's a tough one. That that is a tough one. Jacob Roberts wins. Congratulations to Jacob the Snaker. Yes, well done, Jacob the Snaker. All right, good stuff. Very nice. If you'd like to get a, a clue in, it's uh, glowed.footballrambledaily.com. Yeah. Oh, I, I have you. no got a jingle for that, and I am no spending 200 quid on one. <laughs> You've changed. Well, <laughs> quite drastically. All right, let's get out of here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the preview show sponsored by Betway. Come to Newcastle tonight. We'll love to see you there. Say yeah. goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey D. Bye. Say goodbye, Jimmy C. Ho Goodbye from me. This was a Stakhanov production. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.